Branford Marsalis on saxophone and the Sonata in A minor by Carl Philippe Emanuel Bach, recorded in Grace Cathedral, San Francisco, California. And now uh, Branford joins us live, fresh from rehearsal with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Welcome back to WRC. Good to see you again. How you been? Oh, great, great. And and it was fun talking to you just recently about the, this very recording we were listening to and. Mm. Uh, it was sort of a serendipity that we had this to play this afternoon. Yeah, my engineer, about two or three days before the concert, talked me into recording it for archival purposes just because I was never going to do a solo concert again. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, that alone, I said, yeah, that's a great idea to just have it there. And uh, for whatever reason, there was, a, there was a need to put a record out. We, had, we just got a distribution deal and... Sony said, do you have any product? I said, we only have this one thing. <laughs> and they said, we'll take it. I'm like, well, we haven't even heard it yet. So we started listening to it and said, wow, this isn't so bad. So we no, mixed not, it and put it out there. Not bad at all. Uh, how did you get the idea to do a solo concert? It's something that the, the San Francisco Jazz Festival does every year. Every year for the festival, they have a solo saxophone concert at Grace Cathedral. Oh. And it, I think I was like the 25th or 26th person to do it. And uh, I guess after 25 years of doing it, they said, hey, how'd you like to do this? I said, yeah, sure. And then I started thinking about how to do it, what material to get, and how much will be improv, how much will be prepared. It's You'd never done that before. No. No, it's, it's so what, how do you have to adapt when, you know, what you do, say, with your quartet, for example? You have uh, three other musicians, and you're playing off each other, and mm. there's dialogue and stuff going on. Yeah, and it's basically you and the the score here. Yeah, well, I started listening. I started listening to a lot of solo saxophone records, and uh, really kind of marking like what's the point at which it all starts to sound the same. Mm. And and most of them, especially the jazz ones, it's pretty quick because if you're just going to be by yourself and you're going to solo for an hour and a half. I mean, about a third solar, but I was like, okay, <laughs> I've had enough of this. So <laughs> I started really thinking about this idea of, of uh, you know, melody being the unifying factor in a solo situation. As long as the music is melodic and it changes sound character, it can stay interesting. And you intersperse uh, songs with improvisations that happen immediately, like based on what's happening in the room, instead of trying to script everything. So 70% scripted, 30% improv. Wow. So the improvisations on this album were on the spot. Right. Which just that's why it says improvisation. <laughs> that, that's one. what they call them, yeah. yeah. Uh, the album, by the way, is called In My Solitude, live <clears throat> at Grace Cathedral with my guest, Branford Marsalis. Uh, you're going to have plenty of company this weekend, though. Oof. You're playing three concerts, one uh, tomorrow morning, 1045 in the Orchestra Hall, which we will broadcast live here on WRCJ. Saturday night, also, repeating the program. And then, uh, uh, excuse me, Friday night. I missed the one in the middle. Right. So you got two concerts tomorrow. Two concerts tomorrow and one on Saturday. And uh, Gabriel Prokofiev wrote this saxophone concerto for you. This was commissioned uh, in part by the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Right. And the, um, was it the Nashville? No, Denver? Naples. Naples, that's right. Naples, Florida. Naples, Florida. Um, and uh, how did you cross paths with Gabriel? Uh, I think the, uh, the, our, the, the, the artistic director, the, the conductor, uh, Andre Boreco, hmm. 
yeah. we're really good friends. And he called me and says, you know, have this young composer who wants to write a piece and, you know, would you be okay if he wrote a piece for saxophone? And I said, well, if Andre suggests it, the answer is always yes, because I just trust him implicitly. You know, his musical instincts are, are fantastic. And, uh, You've worked with him uh, before. Yeah, a few times. Yeah. A few times. And uh, now Gabriel, for those who might not know, is the grandson of Sergei Prokofiev. Yes, but he was born in Britain, so he's, yes. he's actually British. Mm-hmm. Do you do you see uh, elements of Grandpa in the in the saxophone concerto? In the third movement, yes. There are things in the third movement that are really reminiscent of of uh, Russian melodies and Russian folk music, hmm. and a lot of the other movements. No, he's he's a he's a twenty first century guy. Gabriel and uh, it's some really demanding. It's really technically demanding stuff. So, wow. Uh, Did uh, often composers and soloists work together in the development of a concerto? Where do you have a lot of uh, chat back and forth? And no, I kind of have a hands off thing about that. I mean, my job is to play. We 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 talked a couple of times, and I just said, "Yeah, just write melodies, man. We'll be okay." And, you know, he sent me some movements. Said, what do you prefer? And I said, oh, this or that, but it's your piece. Just use your, you know, just follow your muse. I really try to keep, you know, I, I give the composer, composer a wide berth and a lot of latitude because uh, they know what they're hearing. If I want to start interjecting what I'm hearing, <clears throat> then I should just write my own piece. Hmm. Well, and you do, don't you? I mean, you've, Not you've, concertos, no. I write no, songs. No, but, you, but you've yeah. written music. Oh, I write songs, yeah. Sure, um, my guest is Branford Marsalis. You can go see him tomorrow morning, tomorrow night, and Saturday night in Orchestra Hall. Info at dso.org. Um, is it possible to describe the concerto a little bit? I mean, we don't have a recording of it here, but... Is, no, not really. There's a um, saxophone in it. There's a saxophone in an orchestra. In an orchestra, okay. And, and a conductor. And there's some... Very fast stuff going on. And some very fast stuff. Very fast stuff going on. Um, it covers a lot of ground. It's a, uh, it's, the, the, the first, the first movement is uh, half note equals 50, which isn't super fast, you know, by pulse. It's like yeah. one, 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 that's the pulse. But all the notes are like 16th notes and 32nd notes. So everything is like. It's pretty impressive. Is there uh, is there any improvisation in it? Um, it's pretty much not, right not in the jazz sense. But yeah, I'm winging it a lot in there. <laughs> because oh. I'll start playing the piece and going, where am I? Oh, and I go no. here. And, oh, yeah, there's a lot of improv in there. But not 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 on purpose. It's just. But it'll it'll work out. Oh, it it'll will. Fine. Oh, it's, it's fine. Now, you last time you were here, if memory serves, you were playing Glazunov. Mm. Is that right? So yes. you, you gravitate to Russian composers? No, not not really. But uh, they write great music, so I don't really yeah. have any problems with that. Doesn't just, matter. The saxophone in the in the there's just so few pieces actually written for the saxophone. You wind up. And, you know, there's a lot of pieces written in the last 50 or 60 years, not necessarily orchestral pieces, mostly chamber music. Do, but, do you ever play the, the Debussy Rhapsody? Yeah. I love playing that because I just sit in the audience, I mean, sit in the band, I sit in the in the orchestra and play it from there. Oh, huh. Because it's a piece where 
you play for two minutes and then you sit for five. <laughs> and I'd rather sit in there rather than sit at the front of the stage and just stand there doing yeah. nothing or just sitting. So uh, I do like the piece. He, uh, if I remember the story correctly, he didn't really know what a saxophone was. Uh, he he had to ask for some advice on what yeah, does it well, sound the, like. The, and it was a it was a it was uh, uh, a wealthy woman who played, and she was going to pay him a lot of money to uh, write this piece, and he agreed to it, and she paid him a hefty advance, and then he basically avoided writing it as long as he could. <laughs> and she, she showed up on his yeah. doorstep one and day. And said, I want my piece, and he said, you shall have it, and he sketched it out and gave it to her. And yeah. uh, you know, most of the music is passed around to the other instruments because it was written for this novice, this hobby, so she plays a lot of pretty slow things, and... He sticks in some frilly stuff at the end, but it's a beautiful piece of music. You are involved in so many things, and and I remember from our last visit uh, that you're kind of driven. I mean, you 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 just really attack the things that you're into one hundred percent, and then you'd do more if you had it. Uh, but you're most of our listeners, I'm sure, are familiar with your roles in both classical and jazz. Formats. You have a, a, a fine quartet that you've been recording with. Um, you're an educator, which isn't unusual for for musicians. Most of them are, but you've also hosted on NPR. Um, you were a late night band leader for mm. a bit. Active in uh, the reconstruction post Katrina in New Orleans. Mm. You've written original music for August Wilson's Fences. Tony nominated, Grammy winner. National Endowment of the Arts Jazz Master. What else are you working on? You do you do you cook on the side? Do you Yeah, I do. You do? Not on the side, but yeah. Not on the side. My mother's I don't cook as much as I used to. What's your specialty? What's uh, your signature dish? If I had to say I had a signature dish, it would be I don't know, uh jambalaya. Jambalaya. Or red yeah. beans and rice. Or uh, you know, stewed chicken and sausage and I make some Indian dishes. I make some stir fries. I, I do a bunch of different things. I have a lot of cookbooks at home. And what do you do on the road? Um, try to avoid eating late and try to avoid eating bad food. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your your schedule's uh, grueling, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of times, because uh, we're going to Europe with the band after this, and a lot of times we'll, we'll get into town about six hours before the concert. So you have limited, and, and because of the, classical things i'm usually at the concert four hours before the concert practicing music that i have to play a few weeks later so i, ah, I spend right. i spend very little time in the hotel these days it's like a treadmill You're, pretty much do you ever do you ever get a vacation do you ever just no. say I'm, I'm taking a week off here and Mm-mm. no i mean there's going to be a point it's all cyclical you work a lot and then then it stops mm. and then that's when you get your vacation and you enjoy it Branford Marsalis will be with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Andre Bereko conducting tomorrow morning at 10.45 and tomorrow night at 8 o'clock and then Saturday night at 8 o'clock as well. The program includes Hector Berlioz's Romeo and Juliet and will end with uh, Sergei Prokofiev's suite from his ballet, Romeo and Juliet, Mm. and Branford's The Meat and the Sandwich. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> with the, with Gabriel Prokofiev's uh, saxophone concerto, mm. uh, I I thought we'd go out 
with uh, something closer to your hometown. Uh, and uh, this is this is a recording uh, that you made with the North Carolina Symphony Orchestra. It's a it's a piece by John Williams. Oh, escapades, yeah. Uh, from from Epis, uh, escapades. This mm-hmm. is a joyride because uh, I like joyrides. Oh yeah. Uh, anything you want to say about this piece before we hear it? Um, John Williams is just a fantastic composer, and uh, I mean. I completely understand why he chose the path he chose, but boy, it would have been great if he had just gone that other route where, you know, he gets a teaching job and he writes symphonies and writes things. He would have been, his body of work would have been incredible, but you can't fault a man <laughs> for making the choice that he made because he's so gifted melodically. And uh, that's the thing that, that can't really be taught. You can learn harmony all day, but to have an ear for melody is a special and unique quality and he has it he has it more than most people should well this is a it's a really fun piece and uh branford marcellus it's a, it's again a great honor to have the opportunity to talk to you no it's always great to see you come back anytime soon, would you anytime 